With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. And it's a Monday. It's hour one. Come on in. Stay a while. Best and worst of the weekend. You can be part of the program. Dial us up. Operator Tyler standing by. Sitting by. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address. dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning. If you're watching on Peacock, thank you. If you're not, you can download the app and watch this program all three hours. And all the Danettes, Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Pauly, and yours truly here. I want to uh, give a thanks to this city of Cincinnati hosting me in the uh, book signing that we did and uh, had a great turnout. Got to meet a few of our listeners there, uh, some very, very loyal listeners. I did have uh, somebody come up and say, thank God for Marvin. And I go, and? And he goes, that's it. Thank God for Marvin. So, Marvin, you have one big fan in Cincinnati. That's more than none. Yes. Thank you, Cincinnati Congratulations. Fans. Congratulations. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Our good buddy, Ross Tucker, he was working the Dolphins game against the Patriots last night. He'll join us coming up. Colorado, still the talk of the town. Not just college football, but football in general. Came back to beat Colorado State in double overtime and they will not be fully assembled when they meet Oregon next weekend. Travis Hunter, their star player, got injured and likely out for a couple of weeks. The NFL, the 2-0 teams, Falcons, Ravens, Bucks, 49ers, Cowboys, and Dolphins, and, of course, a doubleheader tonight, Saints, Panthers, Browns, and the Steelers. Say good morning to our radio affiliates, numbering nearly 400 cities around America that carry the program, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, Poll question, Seton, what are we going to go with or attempt to go with in the first hour? Well, Dan, we could go with uh, who had, Let's. it's Monday, Okay. so we start negative. Okay. Uh, who had the worst weekend? Okay. We could sort of populate this a little bit. Uh, Bengals did not have a good weekend. Okay. Lost again. Joe Burrow re-aggravates his uh, calf injury. Yeah. Not ideal. Yeah. Uh, Chargers. Mm. Uh, here we go again, mm. kind of feel there, huh? Yeah. 
Yep, yeah. Are they the first hot seat situation that we're talking about this uh, this year? You know, it's kind of like when you turn on the heater, if you have heated seats in your car, it takes a little while, and then all of a sudden it gets up warm real quickly. And then you're like, whoa, that's what it feels like. It's like maybe the temperature, just putting it on, and then all of a sudden it's going to heat up a little bit here. And uh, Chargers are in Minnesota next weekend, I believe. We know the stat of teams that uh, are 0-2, and uh, the chances of making the playoffs. The Bengals did that last year. But, you know, the Chargers aren't out of it because of the division. Kansas City is 1-1. One one. Denver's not good. The Raiders are 1-1. One one. The Chargers are competitive. They're going to be in all these games. They have very good offense. My problem is they don't have a clutch offense. When you have an opportunity in the fourth quarter or overtime to do something, they don't do that. Now, that's coaching, and that's quarterbacking. You have to have that person who can make a play, or you call the right play. And they haven't had that so far. Who else is on the list, Seton? Uh, the Jets did not have a good weekend, although they had a, such a, a worse weekend the weekend before yeah. that I don't know. I just don't understand the game plan here. Because you have Zach Wilson. He's been thrust into the lineup now. And I thought you have two good running backs. How about you run the ball, maybe neutralize Micah Parsons and that front four? You ran the ball 11 times. Whatever you got from Zach Wilson, you deserved because you let them just tee off and three interceptions. They're going to put pressure on you. How about we just do little screen passes and we run the football? And you're supposed to have a really good defense, too. Uh, I think a lot of those guys were chirping uh, start of the season how great that defense was. Well, you needed to show up as well, and you didn't. I'm not going to put all this on Zach Wilson. Um, I, I think he is who he is. But let me take away some of those chance plays here. Let me let me let him get a little confidence in. Not you know Micah Parsons. He'll be seeing Micah Parsons in his sleep this week. But I I was disappointed with the game plan there. I didn't think they were going to win. But how about we just neutralize Micah Parsons, run the ball, and they didn't. You can't get in a shootout against that defense. Not in Dallas. What else, Seaton? Uh, Alabama. Crimson mm. Tide, not a good weekend. Mm. That is mm. not going according to plan, I don't think. Remember when it didn't matter who was the quarterback at Alabama? <laughs> We're sort of... In that mode that it doesn't matter who it is, but it does matter because they're not as good as they used to be. And you can't find your quarterback. And when you have three quarterbacks, then you don't have one quarterback. And that is an issue. I know weather was an issue, South Florida. But 17-3, to and you're just going, okay, what is what is more real? Colorado's success or Alabama's struggles? At the end of the year, will Colorado be more successful than Alabama struggles or the other way around. Because right now it feels like Colorado feels real and Alabama feels real not being a real threat. But Colorado, what we saw, I mean, they're supposed to win. They struggled to win. And nobody wants to, everybody wants to throw the verbal bouquets towards Dion in Colorado. It's a wonderful story. But you're supposed to win by 24. You're favored by 24. You needed double overtime. And give credit to Colorado State. Uh, here's Dion talking about Colorado State's performance. 
you know, I could be petty if they petty, but I ain't I ain't got time for that, man. I'm I'm on to bigger things. Hey, I'm happy for the brother. I really am, man. I'm happy that they fought, that they played a good game. I'm happy he's a head coach. I'm happy for any brother that's doing it and successful, man. I, I truly am. I don't I don't know where all this stuff comes from. I have to respond because you know, it's my mama told me that. You know, you just ain't gonna type me and I'm gonna sit back and ain't gonna say nothing. But I'm happy for that dude, man. I don't know him. That I'm happy for him. I wish the best for him. I really do. My success ain't got nothing to do with his. So why would I want him to succeed? I, I don't know how people get down like that. My blessings ain't got nothing to do with his blessings. All right. There's Dion. Uh, his uh, son certainly uh, performed at a very high level. And now they go to Oregon. Do we know what the point spread is with Oregon and Colorado? Has that come out yet? I'm, I'm assuming if, if we already had a number when the season started. Yeah, Pauline. I got it. You know what, I'm going to check this. I want to make sure this is right. Hold on. I'm going to hold it for a second. Yes, Todd. Could you argue that what Colorado did was more impressive than if they would have won like 30-13, the way they all hung in there and came back? Is there an argument to be made for that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, to go 98 yards, two minutes, yeah, that was impressive. And I know you could look at Colorado State and then, you know, they had a fourth down and two at, what, the 47-yard line. But they punted the ball down to the two, and I was fine with that strategy. I was fine because if you don't, if you don't make that fourth down, now I know you're saying, all right, we, we get the first down, then we win the game. I'm not, I, I mean, Colorado State's not a great team. And then you're saying, all right, I would have pinned Colorado down where, like they did on the two yard line and, you know, make a stop. They didn't. But I, I was in the, you know, if we're going to say, what did you, what did you think of the moment? What I thought in the moment was punt it away. And you know, try to try to get a stop, but put him, pin him back. Now, if they would have put it into the end zone and then you brought it out to the twenty-five, whatever it is, then I would have said that's bad strategy. They had a great kick, uh, but give credit to you know Shadur Sanders, who you know had all the big plays. Now, I got a bigger problem with the defense allowing a forty-five-yard touchdown pass. But as far as their strategy of pinning him back, I didn't have a problem with that. Um, what else do we have, Seaton? There's a little karma in that uh, touchdown pass, too. Yeah. Blackburn, number 11, oh, the kid who got torched yeah. on that yeah. touchdown pass is the kid that knocked Travis Henry out of the game. Yeah. Now, that's, that's just Humphrey. a cheap shot. That's not – he can't be uh, ejected for targeting in a situation like that, I don't think. But I think it was just unsportsmanlike conduct. But he did knock – I mean, Hunter went out, then he came back, but he's probably going to miss the next two games, and that's Oregon and USC. And that just feels so unfair. It does to Travis Hunter because those are the games that you, yes, you're waiting for. Those are the ones that you've been training for. Those are the ones that mean everything. We want to see him. We want to see him. Yes, Tom. Don't they need to revisit that rule just because it goes down as late hit out of bounds, and you're not necessarily going after his skull? That is enough to get ejected. I don't know how that guy stayed in the game. You have the language, Paulie? Yeah, it's weird because the guy was not making a play on the ball. The ball was completely gone. He did not use his helmet. But there's like two parts of the targeting rule. Part one says taking aim at an opponent for purposes of attacking with forcible contact that goes beyond making a legal tackle, legal block, or playing the ball. That would be here, what that guy did. Yes. He was not playing the ball. And then it further goes on to say targeting and making forcible contact with the crown of the helmet. That's part two of the rule. So they could have booted him out legally. Yes, he Almost every part of the rule says head and neck area. Not 
uh, you know, like a cheap shot to the ribs. Almost every part of that rule says either crown of the helmet, or if it doesn't say crown of the helmet, it's contact to the head and neck area. And that didn't happen. You know, it was just a cheap shot, and the kid really executed it flawlessly in some way of thinking. But we don't look at the other part of that rule, that explanation, as Paulie just said. I thought that targeting was the crown of the helmet, but he's saying that the language in there is it's two-part, and it feels like we don't enforce the other one. It's usually the crown of the helmet. Because I think you need both parts, maybe. I, I, don't, I don't think that you can just call targeting for a, a random cheap shot. You need it to be like at the head and neck area. You need to sort of launch yourself at the head and neck area. You need to use the crown of your helmet. There's like certain no. okay. certain factors that they're like, um, you know, it's like thinking about what is a catch. Well, did they have two feet down? Did they make a football move? Did they turn up field? Did they whatever? They have all of this criteria that they have to check off. By the way, this hour brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. They do something really awesome. At the end of your first year, they double all the cash back you've earned automatically. Cash back from trips to Dublin and restaurants. Uh, see terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Also, sign up for the DP Show newsletter available daily at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Go to DanPatrick.com. Just put in your email address in the box that slides out, bottom right corner, and you're good to go. Uh, you also get a heads up on all the different things, uh, T-shirts, moonshine, uh, before anybody else does, danpatrick.com. Uh, oh, look who called in. Yeah, look who called in. Shay and Irving. Shay and Irving is Cowboys. 2-0 and start. Defense going great. They're doing everything that you want them to do. How do you feel today, Shay? Is Mike McCarthy the greatest coach in the history of football, Danny? I mean, does he get in the ring of honor before Jimmy? 38 passes, 44 rushing attempts. It's like the man got inside my brain, Danny. They ran the damn ball, and what do you know? Dak had zero turnovers two weeks in a row. The defense is legitimate. I don't know what's going on in my life, but I've been having nightmares lately about what the other shoe dropping is going to look like because it ain't going to be good. I won money. Cowboys dominate. Longhorns win. I smoked ribs. Danny, I, this is two weeks in a row. I'm not I'm not equipped for this kind of stuff. You are not. You are not uh, prepared to have success in your life. No, I, I am not in my comfort zone, Danny. <laughs> All right. Any negatives, though? With the Cowboys. Well, I mean, I, the one thing I will say is the level of competition has not exact. Uh, next week's Arizona, so I'm, I'm looking for a real test and see what the hell happens. All right. Well, once again, uh, Shea and Irving on the Gambling Podcast with Bad Larry and uh, Dylan, the graphics guy. How did you do gambling-wise this weekend? You won a unit, Danny. All right. All right. Two weeks in a row. I'm going to keep doing it. All right. Well, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't be a good podcast uh, if you're not going to gamble. So thank you for gambling. And uh, Oh, don't worry. I'll, I'll never quit that. I don't care what the roommate says. All right. Thank you, Shay. Whatever, Danny. All right. That's Shay and Irving. I'd never heard Shay. I'd never heard Shay two weeks in a row sound like this. He's getting along with his wife. Uh, he stopped drinking. He might have started drinking, but he stopped drinking. And he's, uh, his Cowboys are playing great. It's almost like all of these things are linked. <laughs> do you think he's getting along with his wife cowboys are winning yeah. so he stops drinking and now he starts getting along with his wife who, how, who could have connected those dots that's amazing <laughs> micah parsons had two sacks 
since the start of last season, he has seven games with multiple sacks, three or more, uh, three more than any other player. Coming up, we'll hear from Zach Wilson on his performance against the Cowboys. Also, more from Deion Sanders as well. We'll settle on a poll question. Phone calls, always welcome. Best and worst of the weekend. We'll take a break. Just getting started. Back after this. Year five of the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting at Full Sail University. And we started out with five students. Now we have upwards of 350, maybe more than that. And this is different than any other program. Your degree is in sports casting. We want you to learn everything about it. And when I started the program, I wanted people who worked in the industry and taught it and understood it. My longtime producer at ESPN, Gus Ramsey, is the guy who's there every day on the ground, the beautiful campus in Orlando, Florida. You can earn your bachelor's degree in about half the time, as short as 20 months. And you can choose to earn your degree online if you want or full sales campus in Orlando, Florida. We have graduates all over the country, big markets, small markets, on the air, uh, behind the scenes, and we want you to get a job. If this is what you want to do, if this is your calling, then give us a call. Full Sail University. Learn more about the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting. Go to fullsail.edu slash Patrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Saints favored by three against the Panthers tonight. The Browns favored by two against the Steelers. What's the line on Colorado and Oregon, Paulie? Want to play guess the line? Guess the line. At Oregon. All right, I'm going to say Oregon by four. Who wants a piece of that? Oregon by four? Yeah. I'll give you guys a hint. Remember when I looked at the line and said, I got to check to make sure this is right? Colorado's favored? The opposite. Oh, yeah. Oregon should be favored. They're favored by 20 and a half. 20 Whoa. point, 20 wow. and one half. Oh, points. okay. Well, then that, that surprises <laughs> Basically, they're favored by 20. <laughs> Vegas, Vegas doesn't do storylines. They do. <laughs> yeah. They have to live in reality. Because <laughs> the opening line is always the real Vegas prediction. Wow. Okay. 20. I guess Oregon doesn't believe. No Travis Hunter. Mm, okay. Do you believe? No, 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 no. Nobody. Nope. Nobody. I read that bull junk about you guys. Yeah. Here is uh, Dion on uh, his performance or his team's performance against Colorado State. Truthfully, it's one point in the game I said, we can't let this dude win. There ain't no way we let this dude win. <laughs> you know, his press conference is going to be unbearable if we let this dude win. <laughs> And uh, but I knew even when we got the ball on the two or three, four yard line. I said, uh, as long as the ball is Shador's hands, we gonna get down this field. I knew that without a shadow of a doubt. All right, and they did. It's a national story. Sixty Minutes did another feature on Dion. They did one uh, not too long ago on Dion Sanders, turning around the uh, football program at Jackson State, now Colorado. I was watching the pregame, and when. Dion hears the music. He hears, you know, with college game day, and he goes, that's, that's the Rock's music. Now, he acted like he was surprised that the Rock was there. We knew the Rock was going to be there. It was publicized that the Rock was going to be there. So I called bull junk on that. I'm like, come on, Dion. You, know, you, you didn't have to act like you were surprised that the Rock was there. Yeah, Paul. I, I did hear, though, I saw someone post about it, that The Rock was supposed to be joining the show after Dion left. And someone decided, let's just have him walk up there. So Dion may have known, but initially it was supposed to be Dion and then The Rock. And they said, let's just bring him up early. Well, why would you do that in the first place? Why would you have The Rock follow Dion? Just because that's what they usually do with their uh, when they have the coach and the celebrity guest picker. They generally have two separate segments. And that was initially, I was told, the plan. And then it changed. Yeah, but The Rock is there because of Dion. Yes. Why would I not have them together? That yeah. doesn't seem like that's good programming. The Rock stayed all day in Boulder. He was yeah. there all day. Had them all there. All night. Lil Wayne throwing a party. Everybody's there. You got basketball players there. It's a thing. Yes, Born. Kawhi Leonard was there. He didn't even go to Clippers games. <laughs> <laughs> and he was doing what he does with the Clippers, sitting on the bench. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Chauncey Billups, Kyle Lowry. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Even Offset showed up. Hey, you know it's a huge The thing. Offset. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Offset. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's that big of a thing. This is the, Four weeks ago, no one's calling to get tickets to that game. No. Yeah, Marv. And Mark Jones doing a play-by-play. You needed your Urban Dictionary oh, to understand some yeah. of Like, uh-oh, oh, I know what that means. All right. Yeah. Like, what's an Offset? No, no, no he's a person. He's a nice person. It's a rapper. What do you, it's stunting? That Deion's son was stunting yeah, down the sideline? They have a, a Rick Ross package. 
<laughs> Rick, yeah, it was a jumbo. Like they had all the f- offensive linemen. They called it a Rick Ross package. Yeah, I can't believe I was up until two thirty watching that game. Yeah. My wife was like, "What are you watching, Colorado?" <laughs> uh, okay, what's it look like in Oregon this weekend for Colorado? Does the does the group the celebrities they follow Dion? Is it going to be almost like he's on tour? Or you wait for the USC game? Oh, I would definitely. Uh, I would take a week off with the Oregon game, but you want to like you need him to win that game to set up USC against Colorado, because you have game day is going to go to South Bend. You have Notre Dame and Ohio State, so they're going to take a week off from following Dion, and then they're going to go there. Then they'll probably be there in Boulder for USC. Yes, Don. If Colorado loses to Oregon, especially by like two touchdowns or more, and you're a celebrity, are you interested in showing up at that game? Well, I think with USC, sure. Regardless of what happens yeah. in Oregon. Yeah, so, well, I hope you do. I mean, are you just on the bandwagon while they win, and then all of a sudden if they lose a couple of games in a row? Still a great story. And, and once again, just so there's, you know, full disclosure, I thought that next year was going to be the year that you would see Dion and, and really have an impact. And that might be the case. Um, I thought they were top heavy with talent. I didn't think they had enough talent throughout the roster. So I guess if Dion came on and he said, uh, do you believe? I would have said, no, I didn't believe. Uh, I know his son is very good. And, and Travis Hunter was one of the top five, maybe the number one recruit when he was coming out of high school. Uh, Dion's son has uh, had a pick six there, but they have exceeded expectations by winning on the road at TCU. Uh, you know, they beat Nebraska, but Nebraska's not good. And then you struggled against Colorado State. Nobody wants to look at the reality of this and say, are you guys really a good team? Yeah, you know, this, this is sort of, it reminds me when Odell Beckham Jr. was going to pick a team and nobody ever wondered, is he even healthy enough to play? And that was never brought up. And, of course, he couldn't play, and nobody, you know, mentioned that after after a while. It's like, he can't even play, let alone pick a team last year. By the way, he got injured again uh, this weekend, yesterday, the game against uh, the Bengals. But with Dion, the reality of this is they beat a Colorado State team. They were supposed to beat by at least three touchdowns. Um, they did beat TCU at TCU. And they beat a bad Nebraska team. Maybe that's why they're, you know, three touchdown underdogs against Oregon. I don't know what they would be against USC, you know, when you think about that. Yeah, yeah, Marvin. Yeah, who cares? Let's have a good time. I think that's what everyone's, <laughs> everyone's thinking in a Boulder. Like, oh, man, they're not even thinking about all the details and the particulars. No, 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 we're 3-0. and Let's have a good time. You know, Coach Prime is here. Well, you haven't had this atmosphere in a long, long, long time. Since when? When's the last time Colorado was really, like, this type of relevant? Well. This level? Oh, never? Okay, never mind. Well, I mean, how many teams are this relevant when you think about it? What Dion has done to Colorado, what other team is this relevant? And we're talking about star power. We're talking about game day is going to go there. Uh, Fox, their big noon kickoff is going to go there. The Rock is going to go there. Uh, Lil Wayne's going to, I mean, what other program? The U? There's no, no. I'm sorry, you're right. You're right. There's no coach, no matter who. Maybe if Nick Saban went somewhere else, but no one will have the type of impact that Dion has. 
And I know that he's been asked about coaching in the NFL, and now you want people to uh, have him coach the Cowboys. And, and I just, you know, just slow. Slow down. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, let me see how this first year goes. And I know he says, well, I'm not going to go to the NFL. Well, not now, but in a couple of years, he might be. But let's just see how it goes. Let's let it play out a little bit here. It's wonderful. It's a great storyline. It's great content. But I just have to, I look at the reality of this. If you get caught up in, you know, with your pom-poms and you can't see uh, everything, then you're going to be surprised, I think. He is going to be brought back down to earth at some point. They all are. And that's not being a buzzkill. That's just adding some reality to this. I mean, they could have easily lost this game. All right? I mean, Probably should have lost this game. They, they could have lost to TCU. They beat Nebraska. Nebraska's not good. It's just no expectations for Colorado. Therefore, anything they do is credited to Deion Sanders. Well, let's see what they do against a quality opponent. And then we're going to find out if this story is real. Because right now, it, it feels very tailish. You know, like... Uh, I don't know. It's nice. It's fun. Get caught up. Uh, you know, it's like boy band excitement. Like, oh, this is awesome. This this has the feeling of Lynn's sanity, where you go, man, Jeremy Lynn is killing it. And then all of a sudden it's like, what happened to Lynn's sanity? Then it was over. Yes, Mark. Lynn's sanity was a moment in time that I'll never forget. The Knicks played at Miami, and D-Wade and LeBron were like, Enough of this bull junk. <laughs> and they and Mario Chalmers and those guys literally hounded him the whole game like, no, 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 this is over. Yeah. couple of phone calls in here, best and worst of the weekend. Um, and then we'll go over the uh, NFL Sunday games uh, as far as who should feel good and who shouldn't feel good. I still like my odds with uh, Lamar Jackson MVP this year. Do you know who the uh, the favorite is? Who is the favorite for MVP right now, this morning, according to DraftKings? Todd? I'm going to say Tua. Tua is correct. Uh, and then it's Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are tied. Jalen Hurts. And then it's Lamar Jackson. So those are the MVP odds as of uh, this morning. Yes, Seton? It's an interesting list because Jalen Hurts, it feels like their offense has struggled a little bit. Mm-hmm. But he's still pretty high up. Obviously, he's going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lamar feels a little far down on that list. Yeah. And they, it was a big game. Win in Cincinnati. They normally don't win in Cincinnati. Yeah. And then you got the Joe Burrow situation. Not ideal. Nope, 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 nope. Not feeling good. Not feeling good. Uh, Buddha in San Francisco. Good morning, Buddha. What's on your mind today? What up, DP? Boys, what a wild college football game and spectacle really on Saturday night on prime time, Dan. I mean, that was probably the best college football games that I've seen since Texas USC national championship. I mean, an instant classic, mm. uh, Colorado surviving playing like hot, garbage, hot, hot garbage. And, uh, Dan, I want to know what kind of degree is the CSU kicker getting? Cause he's got three kids and he is just balling out at 31 in college. So, <laughs> but, uh, best of the weekend, Dan, me and Marvin's uh, Niners playing pretty good and uh, taking out the Lambs on the road in L.A. to improve to 2-0. And uh, worst of the weekend, Dan, was the cheap hit on Travis Hunter 
He's out for at least two weeks now. It's a shame, especially with their upcoming schedule against, you know, Oregon and UNC, like you guys said. And it's just, uh, it's not good. Thank you, Buddha. Yeah, you want to have Colorado fully assembled for this. Um, and, and I'm watching the hit again over and over and over. And, uh, I know they just call it unsportsmanlike conduct, but man, that felt like that was ejectable. Yeah, Paul. And it caught up with uh, Colorado State. They were making plays in the, you know, they hit Sanders in the chin late in the game to extend the drive. And they, they had that game in multiple different ways. And their players getting out of hand cost them the upset of the year. They would have stopped this story in its tracks. I hate when somebody hits somebody and it's a cheap shot and then they walk up to him. Because the defensive back walks over to Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter has, you know, doesn't expect to get hit in a situation like that. And then he's walking up, walking over him. And I'm like, man, get out of here. You know, if you hit somebody and then you want to let them know that you hit them, okay, I get it. But when you, or if you walk over me with, you know, both legs and, you know, I got my wits about me, I'm going straight up with my fist. I'm going to let you know. Man, how are your plums feeling? Uh, Chris in South Carolina. Oh, what could have been, Chris? What could have been for your Gamecocks? Uh, actually, uh, Dan, uh, first off, good morning, Dan. Danette's excluding Fritzy. Uh, I'm not a Gamecock fan, Dan. I'm alumni of University of Alabama. That goes to my... <laughs> <laughs> that goes to my best and worst of the weekend. And real quick, I got a bunch to pack in, Dan, for Paulie, so I'm going I'm to make it fast. Uh, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, the worst is uh, Alabama almost losing to uh, whoever the junior team where we were playing. This South weekend. Florida. The best, yeah. Actually, is yeah, South, South Florida. Florida. The best, though, actually, is uh, maybe this will get Coach Saban off the half-lack commercials and back to the drawing board uh, instead of in front of the cameras. All right, here we go, Paulie. You were asking last week on the follow-up. No, I did not spend my entire life building my business. Uh, I'm a retired United States Marine. I was a combat medic in the Marine Corps. Uh, you were asking about that. So, yes, Dan, this is going to win you the Emmy. If not the Emmy, at least the Humanitarian Award. Not looking to go through the whole diaper scene, Dan. I'm sure you can understand. So I'd like a pre-made Little League team. Any girls out there that are sports fans, just let Dan know. Paulie, that's the information for you. This is going to win you the Emmy, Dan. All righty. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, Chris is single and 50, and he's not sure if he wants to have a ready-made family. Uh, is he too old to get married and have kids? Sounds like a man's man, a Marine. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to mess with I think he's him. a catch. Yeah, well. He's probably jacked. He's one of those guys who wears, like, you know, <laughs> those military hats and his arms banging out. Uh, Chase in uh, Kentucky. Hi, Chase. What's on your mind? Hey, bud. Hey. Uh, six foot 250. Yeah. Uh, got a best and worst for you, uh, but real quick, wanted to congratulate Dylan on hitting his um, all birds parlay. Uh, my worst <laughs> is our Cincinnati Bengals dropping yet another divisional game. Uh, it's obvious that Burrow's calf injury is a problem, and I'm worried it's going to be a problem uh, for the rest of the year. Yep. Uh, my best, I went to your book signing on Saturday and had a great time. I uh, just wanted to say thank you for coming back to your old stomach ground and spending some time with us. Uh, that was the highlight of my weekend. Thanks, DP. All right. Thank you, Chase. Good to meet you. I had a great turnout. Um, yeah, the the thing with Joe Burrow, like these things linger. And he said, well, I didn't get to play in the preseason because of the injury. Therefore, the offense is sputtering a little bit. I just 
I worry about these kind of injuries and what else they can lead to. And that's that's where, you know, the Bengals can't afford to, you know, be patient with this from the standpoint of you're down now in the division, losing to the Browns and the Ravens. Can you can you nudge Joe Burrow back? The answer is no, you can't. And he said it's sore. Let me see how it feels on Monday. You know, you get into these situations. We thought it was a must-win situation for them. There were a couple of must-win situations. We said Colorado against Colorado State. Must-win. That was the biggest must-win of of the uh, weekend. Buffalo at home against the Raiders. Must-win situation. Bengals at home against the Ravens. Must-win situation. uh, Buffalo took care of business against the Raiders. And then Baltimore goes in there, takes care of business against the Bengals. And Colorado ended up winning. We'll run through uh, some of the other games. We'll hear from Zach Wilson, the Jets quarterback, on his performance. Our play of the day is up next here. Football is back in full swing. Another week of epic games and the place to go. Every single one of them. All the action. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers bet just $5 on football. Get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Don't miss out on all the action. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on all the action. You have DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to download the app now. Use the code PATRICK to sign up. New customers bet just $5 and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PATRICK. The crown is yours. Fritzy. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms of DraftKings.com slash football terms. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is called play. of the day. Once I got it. Check this out. Shadour steps over the pocket, flushed to the near side, rifles hit downfield. Jimmy Hart Jr. at the 14, eludes a man to the end zone. Touchdown, touchdown Colorado. And we're two points away from a tie game. That's your play of the day, courtesy of Learfield Sports. That game had a little bit of everything. Play of the day brought to you by Legacy Box. Simple, safe solution to digitizing all your family's precious memories. And by going to LegacyBox.com slash Patrick, you can enjoy 40% off when you get started with Legacy Box today. That's LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. Uh, rough uh, performance by Zach Wilson, pressed into duty, of course, with uh, Aaron Rodgers. I saw where Aaron Rodgers is doing some kind of new procedure or a, a new kind of surgery was performed on him. And he hopes to be back if the Jets make the playoffs. Yes, Paul? Yeah, there's been some uh, Achilles injuries in the past where the, the timeline has been bumped up. Cam Akers, remember the running back who played for the Rams? He had one. He was back in like under six months. And they're saying this this procedure is not – it used to be a year. You just said a year. And mm-hmm. Now it's going the other way a little bit. Here's Zach Wilson on uh, his performance against the Cowboys. I was so frustrated because, you know, we call it a great play. The situation was the ball has to get out of bounds um, so we can at least get the field goal. And, you know, Garrett was my safe throw away. And as I got to the top of my drop, he was open. And I was going to rip it to him at the front pylon. And somebody, I don't know who it was, you know, got got a piece of the ball. And it's unfortunate because in games like that, those are the ones we need to connect on. Okay, so what do you do if you're the Jets? Going to play Zach Wilson? Who can you bring in? They have to bring in a veteran, I would imagine, by tomorrow. I don't know if it's Joe Flacco. I don't know if you trade for somebody. But if you have this amount of talent, you just say, let's just sort of roll the dice and see what we have with Zach Wilson. The only thing that I would have, well, I said this in the moment when I'm watching, is I, I want to take the ball out of his hands as much as possible. You're going against a great defense, Micah Parsons. You're, you're in Dallas. The expectation level, you're just sort of easing back into the lineup here. Run the football. They ran the ball 11 times. You're not going to win with Zach Wilson throwing the ball 30 times. You're not. But if you can balance this out, then I think you have a chance. The defense didn't play uh, that well yesterday. 
And that's supposed to be an elite defense. You know, I didn't expect Zach Wilson to play well, but I did expect that defense to play pretty well. And if Dallas has this defense and you get just a normal contribution from the offense, which means no mistakes, then they're an elite team. They're an elite team in all of football, not just the NFC. And by the way, if you're a Giants fan or you're a Giants player, you have no business celebrating. That's one of those where you come into the locker room, and if I'm the head coach, Brian Dable, I go, no, 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 stop. No hooting, holler, no, 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 no. This feels like a loss. You were down 20 to nothing, and I thought Arizona would win that game or could win that game. <laughs> I was all in on them on the gambling podcast. I said Seattle in Detroit, and I loved Arizona against the Giants. And you're watching that game, and yes, they did get a win. They did have this dramatic comeback. You know, we always look at, man, what a comeback. How did you get in the position where you needed a dramatic comeback? In Arizona, I mean, that's not a good team. Now you may have Saquon Barkley out for a while. Hopefully it's not serious, but he reacted as if it was serious when he threw his helmet when he was on the sidelines. But that's one of those, that's a, that's a bad win by the Giants. Now, it could have been a really bad loss if, if you let Arizona win it, but that's one of those where you can't be celebrating going, we're back. Yeah, Marv. But if you're the Giants after week one, a win is a win. They, you have to take it. You're right, and you got San Francisco coming up next. Huh, good luck. Yeah. Yes, yes, Tom. Not only do they have the Niners coming up in San Francisco, they're playing them in three days from now. Mm. That's the night. Oh, no. Oh, boy. And then you might, oh, boy, with Saquon Barkley, let's say it's hopefully a sprained ankle, he wouldn't be able to play, I don't think, in a couple of days. Yeah, Paul. And, you know, not to pile on, but this is why teams don't pay running backs. Yeah. You know, this is you know, all that hoo-ha in August, then during the regular season, they're interchangeable. And then Josh Jacobs had minus yards yesterday in the game against Buffalo. Your, your running back crusade that they should be paid, this is why they don't get paid. Yeah, Paul. By the way, is anyone else thinking about getting on the commander's bandwagon? New ownership now? You don't have to deal with the Daniel Snyder stink. Sam Howell's kind of fun. Nobody talks about him. They're, they're a fun team. Yeah. I know. The name changes. and No, I, I'm okay with it. I think it's Daniel Snyder. No. Hangover yeah. that you can't root for this team. But he's, yeah. he's gone, gone. I like the coach. Sam Howell used to be a thing in college. Uh, got a good running back. You got a, a couple of good receivers. Defensive line is pretty good. Yeah. Yes, Todd. And you're in a conference where who knows what's going to happen. The AFC is stacked, but being in the NFC, maybe they can sneak in and do something interesting. Well, it's, it's too tough in their own division. You got the Eagles and the Cowboys. If you get a good enough record to sneak a wild card, who knows? Mm-hmm. All right. Are you co-opting my team that is about to jump on the bandwagon? I think I just jinxed them, unfortunately. Well, you don't want to be on the Broncos bandwagon. You don't. You really don't right now. Here is uh, Sean Payton talking about uh, his quarterback. That's got to change. We had to burn timeouts in the first half, and I'm not used to doing. We've got to be better, and uh, I've got to be better. Russ has got to be sharper with with getting getting the play out, and then we've got to look at how much we have in. But, you know, if we need to wristband it, we will. Okay. Russell Wilson Jr., the third, has been hit more than any other quarterback so far. And you throw in 14 times yesterday he got hit. I don't know how much is on Russell Wilson, but I would start with the head coach and the plays that are called in your offensive line. And then to lose in dramatic fashion, almost tie it up in dramatic fashion. And here is how it sounded on the Hail Mary. 
Three seconds to go from the 50. Down eight. Trying to get a free snap. Commanders don't jump off. They rush four. Russell in the pocket. Now bounces around. Sets and throws the ball up in the air. It's going to be short. The ball deflected. The ball deflected and caught. Touchdown, Denver Brandon Johnson. Oh, my word. Good Guga Muga. Uh, okay. And then you had the two-point conversion that probably was pass interference on that. Here's the problem I had on the, uh, the Hail Mary. These defensive backs are so stupid in the moment. Knock the ball down. Everybody wants to get their interception, get their numbers up. If you knock the ball down, then you don't have to worry about this. The last defensive back tipped it up in the air. That would be number 31, Cameron Curl, not to name names. What are you doing? Too soon. What are you doing? Let me keep it alive. Knock it down. You missed out on an interception, but you got, you know, you, you in, ensured that you got a win here. I'm like, unbelievable. And then there's pass interference, I think, on that final play or the two-point conversion there. Update the poll results, Seaton, if you can, from the first hour. Yeah, Dan, we put up there, which is more real, Alabama struggles or Colorado success? Right now, uh, 58% of the audience have Alabama struggles. Yeah. And I know the weather played a role, had to take them off the field, but it's still Alabama, and it's still South Florida. Yeah, Paul. Alabama fans would have been mad if they were tied 3-3 with Florida at halftime. This was South Florida. (laughs) And then Florida had the big win against Tennessee. All right, hour two on the way. Ross Tucker, our good buddy, he worked the Patriots and the Dolphins game last night. Are the Dolphins legitimate? And how should the Patriots feel after another close loss? Hour two on this Monday on the way. Dan Patrick's show. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening.